up? What's going on? This is On The Mind, where Anway and I talk about what's on our minds and yours. Anway, update the group. How are you doing? What's going on in your life? I'm good. I'm good. Um, Not much is going on right now. It's currently President's Day, so I'm off. So I've been chilling for the most part all day, <laughs> which is good. Um, What else is going on? Uh, I don't know. I'm just like so in the moment right now, but I'm sure. Oh, I think hopefully there's a good chance that I'll be out of my apartment by mid-March. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Nice. Um, so I got to figure out new living situation or like what I'm going to do and stuff. But I just getting out is the first step, which I'm excited to do. So that is coming up. And yeah, not much. How about you? What's new with you? Oh, nothing. Not a thing. Um, just working from home. Don't really like it. I'm still in Bloomington at my apartment. Move out mid-May, which I'm excited about. Kind of bittersweet. But other than that, I've just been chilling, really. Yeah, I feel. How was your Valentine's Day? I was by myself. I'm not single, but I was by myself. <laughs> it's a long story. No problem with it, though. It is what it is. Can't complain. Yeah. I mean, I could complain, but it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. But how about you, Emily? How was your Valentine's Day? I saw some IG stories, but I said, I'll save it for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I was low-key kind of salty in the beginning of the day because it was like a couple days before and... I just had a conversation with the boy I was talking to and like, it just didn't go well. So, <laughs> mm. which is fine. Like I wanted to end it anyways. He just Why? wasn't communicating in the way that I needed him to. And I didn't feel like he was putting in effort. Mm. And anytime we would argue, he would try to flip it back on me. And like, I was just like, all right, this is just too much. Like, I just don't, I don't see it. So I ended it a couple days before Valentine's Day and I was kind of annoyed because I was like, I probably would have had plans if not, but I was just like, I'm not going to hold back what I have to say just to like have a Valentine's Day, I guess. Right. So yeah, that happened, which is fine. I like bought myself flowers and I had a nice meal, had jerk chicken, Rasta pasta or whatever. Ooh. And I watched Malcolm and Marie. <laughs> it's a good one. Yeah. So, I mean, my Valentine's Day, like, I, whatever, I can't complain. It was a good day for, like, self-love and just, like, relaxing. I'm glad I have today off, too, to kind of just chill. So, yeah. Yeah. It is good. Speaking of love, check out this transition. The Bachelor. Jesus Christ. I just caught up. <laughs> really? Yeah. And I'm excited for tonight's episode. Me too. Me too. It's really, it's starting to pick up, I feel. It is. It's starting to get down to, like, actual connections and, like, the emotional wire and all that. Yeah. So, okay. So, I don't know. I don't know the best way to go about this because there's a lot that happened outside of the actual show. So, maybe let's start in the show like what happened on the show yeah we can do that okay i don't even wait i took i took notes okay 
I think I took notes. Uh, okay, I need to start taking notes because I'm like, I took notes. But yes, please do because then because some of these notes are that I wrote in here are kind of funny. So then we can compare stupid funny notes too. Okay. So I guess the last episode started off with like the whole MJ and Jasenia situation. Yeah. And how he went immediately immediately to like the rose ceremony and they didn't have a cocktail party and all of this. And that girl MJ, <laughs> I'm so glad. Spoiler <laughs> alert if nobody's caught up or if people aren't caught up, but like he sent her home, rightfully so, because she was crazy. She literally would switch up so quickly. <laughs> yeah. It was crazy. I was like, what? How do you how are you saying all these things about yourself, but you switch up so quickly? how you are with Matt and how you are with like the girls and how you are in your little confessional booth. Like they're all different people. It is all different people. And it's really sad. Cause like, I liked her at first. Yeah. I was like, she's cute. Her hair's cute. Like she seems like real chill. Then she come out here. Like she opened her mouth. True. True. But she was still opening her mouth and like, Look at Kit. She opened her mouth. Is that her name? Yeah. She opened her mouth. And she's a bit of a bully, but, like, she's chill with it. <laughs> MJ's, a, like, she bulldozes over yeah. people. Yeah. But she it's was having crazy. a whole, like, a breakdown right before she went to go talk to Matt. At first she was like, oh, like, I know the truth and da-da-da-da. You're not going to say all this about me. But then she's, like, having a breakdown right before when Jacenia is talking to Matt. And it's like, so then you know what you did and said exactly was toxic <laughs> like what she called her Mer- when Jacinia called her Meredith I literally was like oh, she brought out her government government name. government name. like oh she's like seriously you're gonna do that I was like wow she really she was serious yeah so good riddance <laughs> yeah for real goodbye and then it goes into, if I'm correct, they don't have a, they don't have any more like um, cocktail. Yeah, they just went straight to the rose ceremony. Yep. Which, okay, so I just have to say this now, but this is a theme that I noticed throughout the entire episode. These girls cry so much. Like, yeah. They're all crying because they didn't get time with him. And I'm like, girl, that little five minutes you were going to get with him was not going to change anything. Yeah. Exactly. Like, it, I was like, I don't remember. I, like, have watched the show for years. And I don't remember girls crying this much over something so small. So early on. He's a catch. That's why. <laughs> I guess. It's crazy. Yeah. I don't know. I just find it really interesting that these some of these girls are saying they have such deep feelings for him. But then in the same breath, they're saying they don't have time. Right. So it's like, who, you have deep feelings for what? Because you, if you're not getting time with him, then you don't know him and he doesn't know you. Exactly. I I don't know. Go ahead. I was going to say, like, that just doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't. I literally have that note written in here. Like, how does, how does that work? And then there was that girl, Ryan, who was one of the light-skinned girls that kind of you forgot about because they all had similar features. And, she, oh, she was the one that cried because she got called a hoe because she was a dancer. <laughs> <laughs> she was the one that was crying a lot. 
Mm, yeah. Like, it was just too much. Like, girl, like, be lucky that she didn't make it much further than this because it would be a lot. Yeah, I just don't under. I mean, I guess have your feelings and all that, but just know what you signed up for. <laughs> Seriously. You know, like, know what you signed up for. I don't know. Well, what happens next? I think, is this like, so the people get their roses and then the next day, Serena C confronts Katie. Yes. It wasn't even the next day. It was like that night. Oh, that's true. That's true. And she was like, you're at the center of all this drama, blah, blah, blah. Like inserting yourself where you don't need to be. Which she kind of did have a point, but now you're starting drama by saying that. <laughs> exactly. Like, I agree. She should have just kept her mouth shut. But I feel like these girls, like, go from one person to the next. They bully someone until they get sent home. And then they go to the next girl. Yeah. And then they go to the next girl. And she's like, don't y'all get tired? Like, when they were literally screaming at each other. Yeah. I was just like, and I could see both sides. Like, I, I could see where Katie's coming from and I could see where Serena's coming from. But at the mm-hmm. end of the day, y'all are both supposed to be there for Matt. Like, I'm not, my energy is not going to be put towards screaming at you over how you are acting. Like, right. I'm going to act in accordance of my own, like, what I need to do, why I came on the show. Like, I'm not going to let what you're doing, which is causing drama or inserting yourself into other people's drama, affect me. <laughs> Like, exactly. I just don't understand. It's, it was weird. It's, it's just weird. Yeah. I think they just need... Some of them feel like they just need someone to, like, point blame to as to why, I guess, maybe their relationship isn't panning out or what have you. Yeah. But... I don't know, man. Get it together. <laughs> Gotta get it together. Um, And all while this is happening... We have Heather, right? And she's rolling up, rolling up to the gate. Mind you, it's a production van, a.k.a. somebody gave her that ugly white minivan. Rolling up, and they're stopping her. Like, uh, you can't come in. As if nobody, uh, people knew she was coming. Mm-hmm. What do you think? She found this place on Google Maps and just exactly. showed up? Exactly. No. This is a producer plant. <laughs> exactly. It was crazy. I was like, what? This 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 is bad acting. Yeah. Um, but she's trying to get her man's. But like, right? Like, as the season is halfway through. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, I guess feel like for good TV, but mm, if he keeps her on, like, I don't know. I mean, to what extent do they, because I'm not obviously, like, I'm not exactly sure about this past season she's been on stuff. To what extent does he know her? So, I think he knows her fairly well, because I said, because I said this before, that she's best friends with Hannah Brown, who is was a past, they were on the same season of The Bachelor together, Heather and Hannah Brown. Hannah Brown became The Bachelorette, and Tyler, Matt's best friend, was on her season. Mm, okay. And Hannah, Matt, and Tyler all quarantined together at the beginning of all of COVID. And I'm, so okay. I think that, like, through FaceTime and just, like, talks and stuff like that, that Heather knows a lot about Matt. They might have met before that, I don't know. But 
knows about like he knows about her and then there's like been screenshots of like he's commented on her instagram posts in the past like cute little got it okay like comments so they know each other fairly well yeah but still if he kept her around if i was somebody like um piper or what's her name was it michelle is that the girl's name oh the teacher yeah, yeah, if I was, like, somebody who was, like, had a clearly, like, close connection with him, and he's like, oh, this is one of my good friends, I'm gonna bring her on the show, I would, a wall would go up. I know, I would question, like, so what is your, like, are you truly trying to find a wife, or are you just here for the yeah. game? <laughs> like, like, you so easily just let somebody else in here when we're halfway done. Exactly. It's a little suspect. Maybe she needed some more SponCon. Maybe she needed some more SponCon. That's like, exactly what I think it is. Rent is due. She needs to find yeah. some way to pay the bills. <laughs> she can't travel for work anymore. Exactly. So she's kind of running out of things to post from inside the house. Exactly. Maybe. I don't know. It's weird. Moving on to the one-on-one is with Piper. It was a very cute little date, a little carnival setup. Um, how would you feel about that date? I would love that date. It, it looked like fun, like an, an entire yeah. carnival by yourself. Like it was cute. I don't know if it was like super memorable, like in just in terms of like all the dates that he's been on, the one ones. But I mean, it was cute for what it was. <laughs> for what it was. I mean, <laughs> not to be shady, <laughs> but like. No, I give it to you. <laughs> No, I agree. It was cute, but I don't know. They always have that one where it's like the personal shopping trip and there's nothing that really seems to top that. Yeah. At least if you're not traveling. Like, if you're traveling and I get a one-on-one date in, I don't know, Thailand. Wait, so, yeah, so that's... they did, so let me, let me just remind myself. So they did the carnival thing, right? And then they mm-hmm. just had dinner. Was there something else? Yeah, there's a little concert. Oh, that's right. See, that's what I'm like. It was, it was like not that memorable. I mean, good for her for finally getting that one-on-one time and they seem to connect, I guess. But like, I feel like on some of the other one-on-ones, it seems like he connected with those other girls more. Yeah. I don't know. I I like her, but she just seems like, I don't know, just very simple. And I don't mean that in a bad way. That's not a really bad, but it's just like, like what you said, he just seemed like, he seems like really like her, but there's just other people where he talked more yeah. or I don't know. And it, could, about it really it. could just be like the editing and stuff, but I just, I yeah. had no takeaways from their conversation or anything. Yeah, that's true. Um, then we have the group date. Mm-hmm. And it's bowling. Cute. Very simple. Yeah. Um, I noticed that <laughs> they had, I was like, do they do this like black girls against white That's girls? What it, okay. They, they switched one. So it was like all black girls, but like one. So I white saw girl. that too. And I was like, no, they didn't mean to do that. <laughs> Uh, they, I feel like it was a thing where they're like, we'll put these girls on this side and this girl on the other. And then they looked at and they're like, oh no, we can't, we can't have this black versus yeah. white. And they just switched one person. 
was like, this seems a bit interesting. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, they all suck at bowling. And they, I mean, they always do that thing where it's like the winning team gets extra time and then you'll find the bachelor's like, oh, I feel bad. And so then the girls come back and okay. they all get the time. Did anything else happen on that date? Mm, no. <laughs> Nothing memorable. Like, I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. I do have a note that by the end of the date, Matt's lips were chapped. I'm dead. He's <laughs> they were looking a little gray. <laughs> that was my only observation. No. But then, so then there was that second one-on-one, right? With- yes. Katie. Katie, that's right. How did you feel about that? Wait, what did they end up doing again? They were pranking they, his friend? Yeah. Which I personally enjoyed because I'm a huge fan of Tyler C. But I said, I wrote down that Katie just seems like a really close work friend. <laughs> she seems like One of the homies. I have fun with you at work. Yeah, but I'll never see you outside of work. <laughs> but when we are at work, it's really fun. That's what it seems like. Like, I don't like Katie personally, but so maybe I had like some bias against, like against her and stuff. But it was kind of, it was kind of Matt and Tyler's date more than that's anything. why. Okay, so when he first was like, "Oh, we're at the spa, but we're only here to prank my best friend," and I was just like, "I would be kind of tight if we." have a one-on-one but we're kind of focused on someone that's already close to you in your life like right I don't know I mean I feel like he went into the date with the intention of like sending her home anyways like might as well like this girl seems like she'd be fun to just like fuck around with so might as well just like do something like that isn't like high stakes or anything right that's a good point let Tyler meet a girl that is like not the one. Yeah, like she's like a but, you know the what is it? They have like the like classifications. They're like the bruh girls. That's what she seems like a bruh. A bruh girl. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's exactly what she seems like. I can see it. I can see it. So that's so funny. People were mad because he picked the rose up off the table and then said, "I can't give this to you." They always do that. I'm so dead. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's kind of rude, but like, get her hopes up for a split second, (laughs) and then her dreams come crashing down. She was so confident. She was. She was so confident. And then it was interesting because, like, in her like little uh, interview in the car ride home, she was like, "I had visions of me and Matt going to football games with Tyler and my friends." I said, girl, you were in that for some Tyler Cameron. <laughs> you, mm-mm. I mean, I don't blame you, but. That's funny. I mean, that's a red flag. You didn't say our friends or his friends and my friends. You said Tyler. Yeah. That, that, that. <laughs> and my friends. Maybe, well, okay. To give her the benefit of the doubt, maybe she was just thinking, like, right after the date, like, oh, like, we kind of just had time with Tyler, whatever, like. Maybe we could all... I don't know. I'll try to give her the benefit of the doubt, but still. (laughs) I'm going to be... I am giving myself this, like, 10 seconds to be a little harsh. Because I try not to be too judgmental on these girls. 
as if my opinion matters. But um, Katie seems like one of those girls in high school that never left you alone. Mm. She was one of those people that popped up in conversations and tried to insert herself in the conversation. You're like, where'd you come I'm from? Dead. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, wait a second. That's what I mean. Like, I'm friends. I'll be cool with you in the one class we have together. But don't be coming up to me at the bar like we're best yeah. friends. And that's kind of the vibe I got. And so when she was like, oh, going to football games with like Tyler, I was like, honey, you're not invited. Like, <laughs> hate to break it to you, but no. I'm dead. I just don't like her. She was just too confident. And I was like, why? Like, it's fine to be confident in yourself, but like she just so was so confident that she was like, the standard yeah for, I like, feel like she got to, exactly I feel like she got to the point of like where she felt like she was just better than all of you yeah. <laughs> and it's like mm, I wouldn't yeah. say that but you do you, no. <laughs> you do you it sent you home adios <laughs> and then they have freaking Heather again I said I cannot believe they made her drive all the way up in a gown in that ugly minivan <laughs> Like, what the heck? It was crazy. I don't know about this, other girl. We'll see in tonight's episode, but I, I just don't know. Um, I guess, was that, that that's how the, the episode ended, right? With her? Yeah, basically. It ended with, like, her walking in and interrupting Piper, who came out. Oh, that's right. Angry. That's right. Because she already had a rose. I was like, girl, why are you so mad? She was like, what You the have a rose. <laughs> yeah, it's like whoa, calm down. Yeah. <laughs> a little too much, but yeah, I think that was the end of it. Well, we we shall see. <laughs> we shall see. Um, moving on to another love story, if you can call it a love story. Um, is Malcolm and Marie? Yep, just watched it yesterday on Valentine's Day. Same name. <laughs> I loved it. What were your thoughts? I liked it. I thought it was good. Or like I thought the acting was really good. Mm-hmm. But and this is just like a personal thing for me, like I am not the biggest fan of like movies or shows or what have you that all take place within like one day or one night and all that. Like Really? And I feel like yes, there was tension and all this, but like what was the true plot? You know? Yeah. Like, I like a defined plot. I don't know. I'm simple. But <laughs> it was good, though. It was good. Like, the acting was really good. Like, I don't know. What are your thoughts on, like, I know there's a debate of who won the argument or whatever, but. Oh, I think they're both crazy. Yes. I think that they're both crazy and I think they're both narcissistic. Yeah. Which makes sense because they're. Like a Hollywood couple, I guess, or whatever. Yeah. I just think that that makes... I think Marie had better points against... Uh, oh, yeah. So much better points. I feel like so smarter than him. That's what I got out of it. Yeah, that's true. I feel like hers were coming from, like, a true spot, like, a true place, and his were just more attacking her yeah. more than anything. Which was interesting. It was low-key. It was kind of funny. His little rants were funny. Yeah. When he was uh, yelling about that amazing review he got. 
<laughs> it was too funny. Yeah. But I don't know. I just think that it's really interesting. Like, I liked it. Um, I like those kind of movies. They're not the movies that you're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to watch this again and again. Because, like you said, like, there wasn't, like, a hard defined plot. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I don't feel like I wasted my time watching it. Which no. It's, you know, good for any movie. <laughs> but... Yeah. Overall, like, I so I didn't realize it was by the same guy that does euphoria sam levinson and like Mm -hmm. i could kind of see the similar vibes of like just like how they handle like like long speeches and monologues and things and like actually i guess considering i don't know where i'm going with this thought (laughs) but just just like in terms of like well thought out like you don't need to see what happened like the fact of like they're able to just like talk talk it through and explain it and like you get a very vivid picture of everything yeah is what's what made it interesting that's a good point like you were never like confused on what the movie was about or what, ha- what like, happened I at the premiere like i have a very yeah. image of like what happened <laughs> exactly and then it was just really interesting because, like, in the beginning, well, first off, the fighting was exhausting, which I think that I thought was kind of cool with it being in one place. Because some, like, with couples, you do have that situation where it's an hour and 45 minutes and you went back and forth and you take a break and then you start all over again for no reason, just because you can, yeah. right? Yeah. So I thought that was pretty interesting. But I completely forgot the other thing that I was going to say. Oh, yeah, I thought it was interesting that in the beginning, he was like, it wasn't about you, it was about this girl and this girl and this girl. And by the end, she quite literally said that she experienced everything the movie was about. And he was claiming that she didn't in the beginning. But by the end, you were like, oh, he actually really did steal her life to write for this movie. I don't know. I liked it. It was good. I love love anything with Zendaya in it, though. Yeah, yeah. She's she's grown since the Shake It Up days. Listen, I knew since Shake It Up that she was going to be big. <laughs> I knew because she had them long-ass nails with all these designs on them while she was on Shake It Up. I'm like, who is this 12-year-old girl? <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I fuck with anything in days in. And then I obviously, what's his name? David something Washington? Whatever. Denzel's son. <laughs> John, I think it's David John. Washington, John, Washington. John David. Yeah, he's really good as well. Yeah. So people were like, there's a huge age difference. And I was like, it's acting. And she's legal. It's not like she's like 16. Wait, what's the age difference? What is how old is he? I don't know. But I remember people were like, it's just so weird. How? She's 25, right? Like she's our age. <laughs> he's 36. Well. I guess the people that are critiquing don't realize that that's how relationships can be. Yeah, and she's 24. Which honestly makes sense for, like, the movie, that they would actually be their actual age. Yeah, that would be. If anything, she'd be younger. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, like, just with how, like, they are in that industry and stuff. That's weird, yeah. but... And then also Labyrinth was the... did the music on this movie, too. Uh, just like he did for... Yeah. Before. So 
that was also good. I really liked the music in the, in the yeah, film. Yeah, me too. And, like, at first I was like, eh, it's like an all-black-and-white movie. Like, what? <laughs> but, no, they did a really good job. Like, I feel like we didn't need all the extra to, like, get the point of what we needed to get. I agree. I agree. Well, then, another little extra, I guess, show, the Exposing Britney documentary. Bro, mm-hmm. that shit was crazy. Wild. Like, I don't even, like, I still don't even know my full thoughts on it, I guess. Like, I remember back when she was popping. Like, I've been a Britney fan for a while. Like, I know most of her music, mm-hmm. all this stuff. But, like, I remember when, like, the paparazzi was, like, a whole like thing like a lot of people would be harassed like obviously like Britney Spears Lindsay Lohan like Paris Hilton all of them I remember when that all of that was going on and I guess like people just didn't realize to the extent of how bad it was and people still yeah just based on the documentary no I don't know your thoughts it was just weird it was like wild because like like you said, like we've been, we grew up listening to her music. And I remember that there is a switch around this time with the paparazzi and stuff where she became a bad person to listen to. Like she wasn't a positive influence. Yeah. And so it's like crazy that the media painted that story and we just believed it. Yeah, exactly. Like they were saying all this stuff about how she's not talented, how she can't sing and the all yeah. this, this, that, and the th- she's a bad mother, all of this, th- all these things. And, like, mm. I feel like I never really believed into, like, all of that nonsense, because I just happened to just really like the music and stuff. But, like, mm-hmm. just in general, though, they just treated her horribly. Like, how could you treat someone like that? It's crazy. And, like, I was talking to my mom about it earlier because I feel like if mental health was part of the conversation then like it is now you would like to think that it wouldn't have all gone down like that because like it was very clear that she was suffering from like some serious issues I don't know if they're mental but she had a lot going on in her life that that's a lot to carry for anyone but nobody talked about it nobody Nobody offered to be like exactly nobody helped or tried to protect her like they like we're just trying to make money off of it. Yeah. And I read about her conservatorship a while back. I feel like this, like, has had its, like, the Free Britney movement has had its up and downs over the past couple years. Yeah. I was reading something a couple years ago, and that's kind of when I learned about conservatorships. And that just sounds awful. Like, how do you not... And maybe I get a temporary one and it's with someone who has like your well-being like that's at the good. forefront. I don't understand how her dad was able to get it because like I feel like he's never based on the documentary it seems like he never really cared about her. No I feel like he probably just bulldozed his way into it. Yeah. Like that was his moment to and you know maybe that was his moment he saw to grab his coins. Probably, but it's still just like how the courts let this happen. I don't know. It's it's sad. It's really sad. And like, I don't know, like the way she is on Instagram nowadays and just like she just is like a normal person, I guess. And like 
it just seems like she doesn't want to be perceived as like a pop star or anything like that on social media yeah. which is fine it's just like the way like the I guess it's just really jarring to see because it's like it low-key feels like she when she's out performing and stuff it's like she's like a puppet like mm-hmm. like these aren't this isn't anything she wants to do it's just she has to and like I don't know it just it just seems weird it is weird. I don't know. I kind I really wish that some some point she can get out of this conservatorship or do something where she can kind of tell her own story in her own words. Yeah. Cuz like I'm really curious as if like like what we perceived as like a whole mental break was it just a bad day? Was she like, yeah, I was like going through something and I just needed somebody to help me? Like, I'm just really curious, like, how she sees it all. Yeah. Obviously, she doesn't like it. That's very clear. Yeah. But I'm just, because like, like the whole Justin Timberlake thing, too, I just. That's ugh. Thing. He's, ugh. I just can't. I just, but I feel like she has to have been broken so much at this point broken down like everybody just piling on to her for all these years that it's like at a certain point she's just like I don't even want to deal with it in the public yeah. or anything like that anymore like I just don't want to and I, yeah. I wouldn't blame her if she like never ends up telling the story from her own point of view because that's it's painful that's true that's a good point so it's just sad. And it just seems like every man that she came in contact with was just just abused her. Yeah. Yep. But I don't know. I, the media and paparazzi are just can they can really be sometimes scum of the earth. Yeah. And they don't even realize. They're like, it was a culture of whatever, like we were all like partaking. We didn't realize it was bad. But it's like, yeah, you should be able to step outside of whatever that culture is to see that something is objectively bad. Like, if this is something that you personally could not handle as a human, then you should not be inflicting that upon other people. Right. So, I don't know. Doesn't Timberlake, I, did you read his little apology and all that? I'm like, this is stupid. There are less stupid notes out yes. I was like, that's so stupid. You could do more than this. Like, you literally ruined Janet Jackson's career. You derailed it. And mm-hmm. Britney, like, obviously, like, just, uh, it's just, I just, mm, not a fan. <laughs> nah. I was a huge fan. I was singing me some Cry Me a River. Listen, same. I still think 2020 it's... Experience was, is a classic. I can't say yeah. it's not great music because it's amazing, but him as a person, mm, I don't know about all that. Yeah. I don't know. I have to separate him from the music. Yep, yep. Speaking of somebody else who is young and just not in a good space, we have the first love of my life. That might be a lie. might have been Diggy. <laughs> Justin Bieber. Yes. Oh my gosh. So this journals album. 
I'm so glad that people are starting to talk about it again. And like he, I guess for anybody that doesn't know or is not a JB Belieber fan, whatever, <laughs> he has a performance. I think I think it was yesterday, but they I think they're just constantly streaming it on TikTok of him performing the album for the first time. And when I tell you, like I was just like watching, like in awe, like I needed this. Like it's so good. <laughs> But, like, the way he's singing, and, like, I don't think he's lip-syncing or, lip or anything like that. But, like, you could just tell, like, the amount of talent in that, that boy and then the band as well. Like, oh, my gosh. It was just great. And I need to finish watching it. Um, such a fan. I'm a believer, as you, as you know. <laughs> Me and you both. I, this, this, I think is my favorite album he has put out. Journals? Yes. Because I remember when it came out, and this is when this was when he was bad, right? This was like when people had basically given up on him. Because, and this is backtracking my thinking, because I remember thinking, like, people didn't like journals when it came out. They thought it was weird. Like, they're like, why is Justin Bieber, like, doing R&B? Like, da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. And it didn't really like do much because people were kind of over Justin Bieber at that point and I feel like that's he had done so I much kind of, crap I feel like at that point I was just like he's doing too much and like I kind of tuned out around then but then I went back and mm-hmm. listened I was like wait a minute the music slaps <laughs> the music is good yes. and he has some good features on there mm-hmm. yeah I was like ooh this is good and I feel like it wouldn't have done that well it didn't do that well it did decently well but not for Justin Bieber um when it came out but like him in this whole rebirth phase of his career performing it now I just feel like it's better yeah like he looks better it sounds better it sounds like it was Loki ahead of its time honestly but like now it's like this is actually it's hitting it's hitting just the same or even better than it would have back then mm-hmm. so for sure which is interesting that you said that about like the fact that it was like his kind of foray into R&B and how people didn't really get it I feel like people did the same with like Ariana Grande and Sweetener like a lot of people didn't mm-hmm. like Sweetener because obviously it was like all produced by Pharrell and like all this but it's like probably one of her best albums it's really good. Mm-hmm. I think what happens with at least with these two, and I think you can say a couple other artists too, is that they start off wanting to do R and B, right? Like you can't tell me that you thought that Cat on Victorious was not a good R and B. Yeah, singer. they always yeah. gave her an R and B song. They her and Jade R and B songs all the time. Yep. Justin Bieber was on the streets singing some Usher. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. So he was like wanting to get into R&B and then they get these labels and it always turns it into how can you sell it and with pretty people it's usually yeah. pop. Because they want like the what is it, to reach the mass audience or whatever and most people yeah. kind of just listen to music like kind of just like whatever's on the radio is what's like out and that's it. <laughs> Exactly. So, I understand, but people are missing out on good music if that's how they approach they are. listening to music. 
But I have to go back and watch it. I've seen clips, but I couldn't find the live stream. So yeah. I have to go back. I was just scrolling on TikTok it. and it seemed like they just kind of had it running as like a live. Oh, so mm-hmm. maybe just scroll a little bit. <laughs> it hasn't popped up. Yeah, I'll have to. If not, I'm sure like YouTube yeah, or somebody exactly. has it. Somebody screen recorded. Yep. Well, speaking of recording something, we've been watching <laughs> this impeachment trials or whatever. Well, they're over now, but. <laughs> I refuse. You know why I refuse? Because we have a new president and I refuse to give that animal any more out of my mind. I know. I will make sure I'm informed on Twitter, as in I know that nothing happened, so I'm not out here in these streets completely, like, unaware, but mm -mm, I can't do it to myself anymore. I've definitely taken a step back as well, because it's just so, the last year, but just the last four years in general have just been too much, way too much, Mm -hmm. and I already kind of, I already knew that they weren't going to be able to convict him because... Most of the Republicans are just spineless, like they are. Like they just, they don't care enough, I guess, to to show to like actually be part of history. But Mm-mm. I think what stood out was, um, like, I don't know if you like. I guess you didn't watch any of it, but they were showing like never released footage from like the attack and stuff, and like. Okay, I did yes, see that. I that did shit, see that. like. It had me shook. I didn't realize how close they were to like members of Congress. Like it would have been people would have died. Like, mm-hmm. like Mitt Romney could have easily died. <laughs> easily died. It's just like huh. he was. It was seconds away. Seconds <laughs> me... away from finding these people that their goal was to harm members of Congress. And not saying like I don't care about Mitt Romney and his. Republican ass. Like, I don't care about <laughs> them, but like that would have been wild. That would have been crazy. It's it's already yeah, it's crazy. Scary. It's already scary. But if that actually happened, if they had found Nancy Pelosi or AOC, that would have been mm-hmm. that would have been crazy. It would have. It, and I feel just, like the fact that that didn't happen is why Republicans are like being so lenient on them. But it's like. Literally, it could have been seconds and that happened. And what would they have done? Like, what would Fox News be saying? Or would they still just be trying to brush it off? You can't brush off what happened. Like, that is horrible. (laughs) It's so horrible just thinking about still. It's been like a month, over a month since the attack. But it's still just like, it's fucking crazy to me that these people are getting off scot-free. Yeah. It's even crazier to me that, like, they thought they thought that this was okay. They thought they were doing something like, good. Right. And they didn't come from down the block. Like, they took the time yes. to get this information, decide to do it, decide to buy a plane ticket, decide to go to the Capitol, and then yes. also decide to break in. Like, you had so many opportunities to be like, hmm, this just doesn't sound right. This isn't worth the effort. I know a lot effort. of their, like... like arguments are are like oh we didn't have the intention of breaking into the capital and rioting and doing all these things it just kind of happened and escalated but it's like in the moment 
even even if that's the case in the moment you should see that this is wrong but if you have all Mm -hmm. this smoke for the protesters for black lives matter for burning down a cvs who gives a fuck about a cvs but now you're coming to the capital where we make laws and all of these things and like literally like i don't know it's just it's just so crazy to me that this happened this year like i still can't believe it it is it sounds like something like yeah it really does and it's just like how they're just so stupid like what did you you really want people to think that you showed up with everything you need to attack someone right weapons of all sorts and be like we weren't gonna do that what what that makes no sense it doesn't make any sense they literally when they were storming the capitol were talking about let's hang mike pence they had guillotines outside of the capitol what like what i'm sorry such losers like i'm sorry there's no better word than you're 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 a loser you're you are a loser you did all of that because you were mad that trump didn't win which is crazy because their whole argument is oh uh, the liberals are snowflakes and if we win they're gonna do this that and the third and they're animals and da 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 but like when trump won the first time we didn't storm a capital (laughs) No. A couple angry tweets, we moved on. Like, and try to make actual change. But y'all are having temper tantrums, and we're like, well into this, and y'all still can't let it go. Some people still think that Trump won. That is terrifying. It is absolutely terrifying and how many absolutely stupid, uneducated, ill-informed people there are in this country. And that's, like, something that really just, like, kind of, like, illusioned me. Is that the right word I'm looking for? It, it really just presented itself to me all of 2020 with the, the pandemic <laughs> and just, like, mm-hmm. the government's response to the election and all of these things. I'm just, like, literally everybody's out here just winging it, like, for the most part. Oh yeah. Nobody knows anything, really. And like the people <laughs> that think they know things or are pretending, they really don't know. Like Bake it till you make it. I don't know, man. This life is crazy. This country is fucking crazy. Um I'm not it surprised is. Trump didn't get convicted, but we'll see about them state courts because I know they're still trying to come for him, so just something. Even if it's one thing. Something. Just something. They need to make an example out of him. They need to. (laughs) When you think about the past, like, what past presidents, which there's only been, like, two others that have been impeached. Think about Clinton. He was impeached for getting a (laughs) blowjob. A blowjob. But no, Trump can over here incite a riot, have them break into the Capitol, literally beat a cop down with a fire extinguisher to death, Literally, and he sicked them on his own vice president. Yeah, he did. Like, <laughs> it was criminal, and that's not an impeachable offense. Like, what? It was ridiculous. It don't make no. any sense. And my last point here, because I don't want to spend too much time on this, but it's just the fact of the matter is the only reason why he didn't 
get uh, convicted is because of the Senate, right? Every single state has two senators that represents them. But it just doesn't make sense because, for example, all of there's what, 48, I think it was like 48 Republican senators that voted no, we're not going to convict. You need two thirds majority in order to do so. And obviously that didn't happen. But those 48 Republican senators only represent a handful of the population of the United States. Right. Like, it just, so like, I, I just feel like the logic is just, it just, it's not fair. Why do you need two thirds of the Senate? It should be two thirds of the House, if anything, because it's actually based on population. But I don't know. That's my last point. We can move on. I'm just like, this country is crazy. It's, it <laughs> gets scarier, it seems. It's just wild. Yeah. So we'll see what happens, I guess, moving forward. What Trump is going to do if he's going to try to run again in 2024. I, I hope pray not. not. And I really hope that this is the downfall of the Republican Party. And I think it is. But I need to see that come to fruition. Yeah. <laughs> It's just so unpredictable. Well, moving on to something a little bit lighter. (laughs) And I think might be one of our last topics, the Super Bowl, which happened Mm -hmm. last weekend. Did you watch the full, like, what is it, game? (laughs) (laughs) I clearly don't care about Yeah, I did, but it sounds like you didn't. (laughs) Yeah, I did. Because I'm a loser and I like to watch the commercials. Okay, so I was watching for the commercials and for yeah. the halftime. So what was your favorite commercial? Oh, girl, it was a week. I don't remember. I did like the the Timothy Chalamet one. I thought that that was pretty smart. Mm, I, I hated the Oatly one. The guy, the CEO skinny. I don't that one either. Or what did I just say? It was the own the CEO of Oatly singing that song in a field. Okay, now I don't what, remember what, that one. What was your favorite? Um, I kind of like the Doritos one with Matt McConaughey. Good. I like the State Farm one uh, with Drake. What was? Oh yeah, yeah, that mm-hmm. one was good. That one was good. We had like a panel at work, like a couple days after, where they kind of discussed like Super Bowl ads and like which ones were like favorites and which ones like missed the mark and stuff. The one. Which one was it? The one they called that that I was like, "This is trash." It was the Skechers, I think. Skecher, did you watch that one? And they had like the cushion, whatever. Maybe it wasn't Skechers. Um, I'm scrolling through them now, so I'm seeing if I see. What was it about? It was um, gosh, who are these people? I think they have like a uh, show on HGTV, maybe. Oh wait, no, Tony Romo. Yeah. You know who that is? It's like Candace. So they, it was like a Skechers commercial for their To The Max sneakers. Which oh, are like yeah. Tony Romo and his wife. It was, yeah. he's, a, he's a, a retired football player. Okay. Yeah, that was bad. Those are ugly shoes. Yeah, ugly shoes, ugly ad. I don't know. Considering the amount of money it takes to like make one and then pay for it to be seen, like to be seen and yeah. you just did that. 
Exactly. Um, did you see the Reddit ad or whatever? It was, Reddit ad. It was like a five second spot. What was it? <laughs> they just had like put out a statement on I think it was just like the state of our world or country or something like that. And just they didn't want to spend the uh, advertising money on this because they wanted to I don't That's know. Interesting. It was one of those types of like, we're gonna be different. No. <laughs> The most ironic one is the Jeep one, which is really sad, actually, because Jeep's ad featured Bruce Springsteen, and then after the fact, they found out that Bruce Springsteen was involved in a DUI incident that I think killed two people or injured two people. I can't remember. So it's like, it's a car commercial, and he's driving across the USA and yeah I remember from like I don't know if your agency does this where they have like a town hall just to discuss and they were saying like the Jeep one like their entire goal was to like unite both sides of America through Jeep and they're like it feels a bit Pepsi-ish and Kendall Jenner because it's like you can't like yes we're gonna unite so that we can sell you Jeeps like it, it was a stretch. But one that I just remembered actually was my favorite was the um, Amazon Alexa. With Michael B. Jordan? Yes. yes. That was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah. Yeah, I liked that one. Yeah. I don't know. It's They're really interesting. And I like think that they are really interesting when you think of strategy and goes into making them. Yeah. But I don't know. Some of them were a little too... And it's not surprising that it would be this way at all. But some of them were a little too, let's join hands or reminding everyone that there's COVID and we can't join hands. And so I was like, can y'all like, what would you do if that wasn't a thing? Like, tell, like, let's do that. So so that's actually like a good point because like some, someone on the panel was like, some of these ads just feature a lot of people and nobody's wearing masks. Like, (laughs) this isn't that a good example or whatever, but then other people are like, it's an ad, like, we know that COVID's going on. Like, we all know it. Why do we need to see it in, right. like, our media and our, like that, so. It really didn't bother me that there was no masks. Yeah, me neither. I feel like that would be Oh, yeah. 1,000%. But I know, like, some people think, like, it kind of, like, marks the time, right? So, like, when you go back and, like, look at Super Bowl commercials, you'll see like a commercial with somebody with a mask on. It's like, why? It's like, oh shit, that was 2020, 2021 in the midst of a global pandemic. So, like, I could see both sides. I could see it. I don't know. So, on to the halftime performance. What were your thoughts of the weekend? I enjoyed it. I mean, I just enjoy the weekend's music, even though, like, it was all of his pop stuff, which I still like. Um, apparently, he spent $7 million of his own money what? into the performance. Why? I didn't... I was wondering where where was it? <laughs> <laughs> like, no offense. Like, it was, like, a nice performance. It wasn't, like, anything to, you know, call home about, but... It was cool. Yeah, I agree. That seems like a lot of money. It was, a, that's a lot of money, $7 million. Maybe 
all those extra dancers he had, maybe then. Damn. How much are they Seriously. getting to pee? It's like, do I need to right. go into background or some shit? The diversity. We can learn a little choreo. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but it's just, I liked it. I wanted it to be longer or have like more songs. I guess. I thought Miley Cyrus was supposed to join him. He did like the pre show. Oh, okay. I didn't yeah, see I that. Didn't either. I feel like it should have had a guess. Yeah. It, it it just needed something. Yeah. But well, he got to do his last performance, I guess, for his like after hours album. Yeah. So. Good for him. That's an achievement. It is an achievement. And it wasn't a bad way to go out. It definitely was really good. Yeah, it was good. But when you think really of good. Super Bowl performances, maybe because of everything that's going on and safety things that they have to take into account, it wasn't what it would have been. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. But there was like 25,000 people that was, <laughs> at the Super Bowl. I didn't realize that there were going to be that many people still like in attendance. Yeah. That's insane. I think they had like a certain that's percent like... that they could like they had a cap at a certain percent, but that stadium's so big that it was twenty five thousand people. They need to do that for fucking concerts. Seriously, man. I honestly can't go another what? year without concerts. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't. I can't do it. I can't. I get. I get so sad thinking about the fact that it's been over a year. Yes. It's been hard. And I save my Lala wristbands, and I was like packing stuff up. Okay. And I was like, wow, that seems like a different life. I know. Literally, I was doing the same thing a couple of weeks ago. I have, like, most of my, like, Lala wristbands and, like, just other, like, festivals and things mm-hmm. I've been to. And I'm like, damn, like, I have not been able to, like, just experience anything. Like, no. <laughs> it hurts. Hopefully not no. that much longer. Yeah. Well, I guess. I don't have anything else to say on this year, Will. Nope. I think we covered a lot. Yes, we did. Um, I guess we can close out. Is there anything you've been watching recently that you want to discuss um, real quick? I don't know if we talked about it, but real briefly, real, real briefly. I watched Peaky Blinders on oh, really? Is that it's an older show? No, or? it's fairly new. Like, There's another season coming out like at the end of this year or next year. Um, okay. But it basically follows like this family, uh, like this family of like mob gang people I don't know um set in the early 1900s the English set in England early 1900s excuse me and it's like everything I like I like mob and gang movies I also like for some reason like British like historic dramas and put it together and it's perfect it was five seasons there's only six episodes per season um it was really good obsessed how about you um, I just finished the second season of Succession. Oh yeah, thoughts, girl. It is so it is good. So good. <laughs> I'm just like I like I, I I'm not gonna like spoil or anything if anybody's still needs to like watch it, but like the storytelling, like just like the moves being made, the deals being made. I'm like, this is this is it. Like they did such a good job with like wrapping up. I guess this last season, like the last episode, especially when with them on the yacht, mm-hmm. 
I was just like, I, this is so good. Like, this is good it's TV. really good TV. It's like a mind game, you know? Exactly. And it's like, it's just like so business. Mm-hmm. Like, and like, I fuck with that. Like, I don't it's know. It's really good. Have you seen Billions? I haven't, but I, I hear it's also oh, a good one. Watch that. It's good. That one, The Rock is No, name, right? that is the name. That's Ballers. That's Ballers. Oh, Ballers. That's a good one, too. <laughs> it deals with business. It's just sports business. But it's good. Yeah. I saw how to watch also. There's another one called, like, Industry. Oh. And I think it has to do with advertising agencies, actually. I watched the first episode of that. I didn't I watch it. No, My sister was like really it. good. But maybe I watch. Mm. Let me watch the second episode. The first one was just like yeah. I don't know what the heck is going on. Like I was missing mm. like some connections, but maybe that happens as you watch. Yeah, I don't know. I'll. I didn't. I only watched like the first ten minutes or whatever. So I gotta just see if it's something I'd be into. Yeah, it's interesting for sure. Yeah. But those like business like business minded shows are really interesting. Yeah, they are. I think it'd be really interesting if there was one told from the perspective of like a woman-owned business or what have you. Because I just feel like the energy is just so yeah. different. You know? Even if it was like one of yeah. those like what are they called? Like those clubs, kind of. I don't remember what the big one is called, but basically it's just like a club for women professionals, and then they got outed as being like really toxic. Oh, really? Yeah, what is that place called? Because they had multiple locations. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's kind of like a WeWork, but for yeah. women, right? What's it called? It's, um... I remember this. Uh, let me Google this real quick. The Wind, yes. right? Yeah, I remember that. And I remember, I follow um somebody who... She actually... <laughs> This is kind of funny. I'm like 99% sure. She was working in the advertising industry for like years and she left because it was way too stressful and really toxic. <laughs> um, and now she works for YouTube. But she had a membership at the Wing Chicago and she left because she was like, this is terrible. That You know what? I want to do some more reading into that because I, I know that it like it was really big for like a period of time and like it was like oh like this is like revolutionary da, da, mm-hmm. da, da, da. and then it came out as like being toxic but I don't I don't really know like the full story but this would be a good I'm gonna tweet this <laughs> this would be a good like documentary it's a good shit. show like a good like little <laughs> yeah a little mini series yes. or something yeah, yeah Hulu interesting HBO Max something mm-hmm. yes I think that wraps up this episode of On the Mind. Um, thank you, everybody, for tuning in and listening. And um, make sure to follow us on social media, tweet at us, or Instagram us, or do anything. Just talk to us. <laughs> Tell us what's on your mind. Yeah, we'll see you guys next time. See you later. Bye.